0: Read me romance, read, read me romance, read me romance, read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book that's fine, or you could sit back, relax, and unwind and read me romance, read, read me romance. Today's Read Me Romance is sponsored in part by Wrapping Paper. Do your kids really give a shit? Hey, guys, hey. we're here. Alexa Riley's back. Leanne, Mel. We're in this to win this. Um, we're on Read Me Romance. Listen to Katie Roberts' book. Um, it's Thursday. It's chapter four. I'm just trying to get all the things up front that we're supposed to say before we start dicking around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I did want to ask you, since we did the ad for today on Wrapping Paper, do you wrap your kids' Christmas presents? Yep. Have you always wrapped them? Uh-huh. Yep. I wrap everything. See what? What about when you were a kid? Did your parents wrap those too? Oh, two? they
1: wrapped everything. My mom bro, was like, I wrapped every single thing I could because all you guys wanted to do was tear through the wrapping paper. <laughs> She's like, you just open it and go on to the next, which is yep. true. They're like, where's another? Yeah. Like, it's like
0: a race or something. Yeah. See, and our Santa was lazy. Like, they didn't wrap anything. Our Santa laid out everything on the couch. It was, like, displayed. So it was, like, you know, if we got, like, clothes or games, it was all, we each had a section. And it was always fun to come downstairs and see the different sections and then, like, find drawers and go to it and be like, that's mine. And, like, run towards your presents. And then you just had everything that was laid out there. But, I mean, as a kid, that was really cool. But as an, uh, as an adult looking back, I'm like, my mom was just lazy as fuck. <laughs> or, smart. <laughs> or smart. Or smart. <laughs> or, or to be fair, really fucking busy because she had three kids and worked a full-time job. And, you know, I mean, I, I can't imagine it was, you know, easy, chilling with us. But, you know, I feel like I got gypped. That shit takes forever. I'll- it does. That's what I'm, but as a parent, I get it now. Like, I st- I'll always get this grand idea of like, I'm going to wrap all their presents and then it's, you know, Christmas Eve and I'm <sighs> like, fuck. And you just this. came from like another
1: family in-laws or something. And you're like, I just yep. want to go to bed. I still have yeah, to Christmas.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. But you know that's one thing I'm like we we've always traveled a lot for Christmas between our family because we've never lived close and so we always it's an hour hours of driving, you know hours of being in someplace else and I was like this year I just want to stay at home, and I just want to be able to enjoy it because you know your kids are only little for so long so if you're listening to this and you feel guilty about having to go to other people's houses just fuck them okay like just fuck them do what you want (laughs) to do life is short. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Tell your mother in law that Alexa Riley said, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> do <what you> want. <laughs> I mean, why not? You know, the holidays are so stressful. It's It should be a special time. Do what you want.
1: I do. not This is the one holiday where we don't travel, but. In all fairness, I live next door to my parents, so we're not traveling. Yeah, I was gonna anywhere. say you don't travel. You never travel. We, have a, I have literally a, I'm married. Have, like, a path. We go on Thanksgiving. We <laughs> have a path. We have to go on <laughs> for like Thanksgiving. And I think Christmas Eve we do his, but I like the Christmas. We're just home, or we walk over to my parents' house across the field
0: <laughs> through <laughs> our path of where snow. You wore- You've, like, worn a path in the grass from house to house. <laughs> Why don't you guys have pavers put in? Or a sidewalk? Can you do that?
1: No. No? That would look weird, I think. Because it's probably, what, a good acre or two between us? Oh, maybe more than that.
0: You can do it.
1: But it just look weird. But we're supposed to stay on the path. When we go off the path, my dad's like, you're just killing more grass! <laughs> <laughs> stay on the I was going to
0: say... <laughs> Yeah, you should do it anyways. It doesn't, like, he's just going to bitch about the dead grass. You might as well just put it in the sidewalk. Because
1: we're lazy to drive the, well, what is it, like,
0: four blocks down my driveway and down the road a little bit?
1: <laughs> because we live next to each other, but there's a nice chunk of space.
0: Yeah. I, that's That would be the only way I could live next door to my parents if there was a very large field. Like, maybe about, a you know... 300 miles of field.
1: <laughs> I have a very, I think the, people say that to me all the time, but I have a very non nosy mom. Like,
0: uh, yeah, that's true. Danny's awesome. I, hey, <laughs> hey, mom, if you're listening, <laughs> um, I, she's
1: probably not. I was like, I asked her that. I was like, did you download that episode? And she's like, nope. i'm like thanks mom (laughs) (laughs) but you could tell her i'll be like i'll tell my dad like something really good i'm like did dad or i'll tell my mom something and i'll tell my dad because he'll gossip like me and i'm like did (laughs) mom tell you what i told her and he's like no and i'm like what (laughs) and he's like how could she keep that news to herself she doesn't she doesn't gossip you want to tell her something it's not going nowhere Go ahead. Call her up. Let her know. She's like, all right.
0: (laughs) Aw. I will. I'll call her right now. Joke's on you, Mel. I'll figure this shit out. Yeah, she said yesterday, I said, did you download? She said,
1: oh, my phone's full. I can't download anything. Did you buy that excuse? She texted me later.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, my mom's probably listening and she's probably so proud and so sweet and so loving. And I'm just going to I'm in the next time I see her, I'm just going to be like, don't tell me you're listening. I don't want to know anything. I'm going to be so embarrassed. I, she's like, I what? don't know if my mom would
1: No, Probably my mom listens to like five audiobooks a week. And I got her into romance. I got her in with Lauren Donner. That's how she started down the romance path. Of course. Because she was like, I remember the first time she told me she was reading. I forgot about this. And she was like, I'm reading Joe Joe Hill. And I thought she said Joey Hill, you know, like the BDSM writer. I'm like, Joey Hill? And she's like, no, what's that? And I'm like, oh, never mind, never mind. And I'm like, backtrack. But it was her idea for us to live next to each other, mind you. She probably regrets that now because I'm constantly sending my kids over to her house to get me things. I'm like, I'm out of Advil. Mm-hmm. Do you have a frozen pizza <laughs> over there? <Do> you-
0: <laughs> I'd love that your mom probably has to keep, like, extra of everything because she, she knows you're going to take it. Well, she She's just like house, Walmart she over this, there. like, archway that you can drive through
1: to go to the garage. And I call it the drive through because sometimes I'll be home. We live out in the I'm not going back to get ketchup or something so I'll call and yeah. I'm like I'm coming through the drive-thru and she'll like come out and hand me stuff oh my god
0: you get it made uh, I know uh, no. so you I like living next there to my too. mom <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I'd, I'd like living next to your mom too <laughs> except for the fact it's in the middle of nowhere and you can't even yeah. get a pizza delivered you cannot get anything delivered <laughs> i had pizza delivered to the downside. gym the other
1: day when i was working out just to take it home with oh me Oh my!
0: i saw you posted that pic. i was like shut the fuck I up was, did you really do yes, that yes i really you were at the gym and you uh, had pizza delivered what did you, you do c- did they walk in the gym like hey is somebody here well, for i live this? in a
1: small oh, i've done things like that around here before in town so i mm-hmm. leave a note at the bottom there's a place like you know how you're supposed to like Ring the gate, buzz whatever. Mine yeah, is yeah. like, I'm in 24 hour fitness. I'm in Cellar and locked Bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you imagine being the pizza delivery guy so, and getting the leave note a nice though, tip that on says pre so <laughs> look for me. Yeah, but imagine him getting that note that's like, "Hey, deliver uh, the pizza to Anytime yeah. Fitness because I'm in here working out." Like, I just can't imagine what that's like. <laughs> so. All right. You want to get to this book? We, I think we've drugged them out long enough. Let's get I to I know. Four. I like we just
1: rambled on for like eight minutes and Tessa's probably going to kill us. <laughs> And Katie Robert sorry, is once okay? again like, why are these bitches going
0: on and on? I know. <laughs> this good thing we're so nice and charming, right? <laughs> All uh, right. Well, here's chapter four of Their Second Chance. Um, we hope you love it as much as we do. And we'll see you afterwards. God. Bye.
2: Chapter 4 Isaac knew better than anyone what a bitch Hope could be. Hope dangled possibilities in front of a man and then snatched them away the second he forgot himself and reached for the thing he wanted most. What Isaac wanted most? The one thing he'd spent far too many years chasing with no hope of calling her his own in any real sense of the word? Know me. Always know me. She'd never understood that he'd throw everything away if it meant they were together. Had never been able to rationalize that level of sacrifice for personal happiness. Her loyalty, her marriage to duty, they were both things he'd loved and hated about her in equal measure. They made her the woman she was, but they also meant she was forever destined to walk away from him. One day it'd be for good. Except. Damn her for giving him the smallest sliver of hope. She wasn't willing to admit what the condom meant. The one she kept stashed in their favorite place to fuck like some kind of good luck charm that would bring him back to her. Fine. She didn't have to admit it. He knew. He always knew what she was thinking. Sometimes even before she did. She missed him. She wanted this thing back between them. It didn't matter. It couldn't matter. Isaac had spent years being her dirty little secret, and he'd never go back to that role, not even to keep her in his life. Maybe it was time to change the rules, to burn their expectations to the ground and redefine the future. It might not work. In fact, he was pretty damn sure it'd blow up in his face. What were three days in the face of a lifetime of conditioning? He wouldn't know until he tried. Isaac grabbed Nomi's hips and yanked her to the edge of the bed, the easier to get to her. He slid his hands beneath her ass and lifted her to his mouth. The first taste of her? Fuck. But the taste of her always drove him out of his goddamn mind. He devoured her in long licks, driven on by her cries of pleasure and her heels digging into the back of his shoulders. She was drenched from her earlier orgasm, and he fucked her with his tongue needing to be closer, to imprint himself onto her skin. He moved up to roll her clit between his lips, sucking lightly, teasing her. And Nomi, his stubborn, precious Nomi, lost the last of her filters. She reached over her head to clench the comforter, her eyes all blue fire and need, her lips moving as sinful, gasping words slipped free. It was always you, Isaac. Damn it but it was always you for me. The ache in his chest compounded, brought on the knowledge that she might be telling him her deepest truth, but once the pleasure passed, it wouldn't change anything. It doesn't matter. It's the truth now, and fuck all the rest. He sucked her clit harder, setting his teeth against the sensitive bundle of nerves and her back bowed. Oh, fuck, don't stop. Make me come, baby. You know how I like it. Yeah, he did. He really, really fucking did. Isaac kept up the onslaught, watching her all the while, waiting for the exact moment when her orgasm swept her under. Nomi never looked more wild and true than when she was coming, and he used to live for those moments where her masks came crashing down, just like now. She came with his name on her lips the most beautiful thing he'd heard in far too long. He knew better than to expect her to be satisfied with that, though. Not his Nomi, hungry for every last moment of pleasure, needing to pack each moment with him so full of memories as if that would ward off the reality she always chose to go back to. Nomi wiggled out of his grasp and sat up to claim his mouth. She wrapped herself around him, delving between his lips as if savoring the way she tasted on his tongue. Isaac let her urge him up and onto the bed on his back. She touched him everywhere, each move filled with a desperation that only the feeling imploding inside him could match. He stroked his hands down her back to grip her ass, grinding her pussy against his cock. It would be the simplest thing in the world to lift her a little, to change the angle, to slide inside. God damn it. Condom, Nomi, unless you want me to fuck you bare. She hesitated. Nomi actually fucking hesitated before she gave herself a shake. Right, condom, of course you're right. Because they weren't faithful only to each other anymore. Isaac could have told her that it had been damn near a year since he gave up fucking away the memory of her. He could have mentioned that he'd been tested since and come up clean. He could have said a lot of things, but it would have invited a response from her, and for all his shit talking, he couldn't stand the thought that she'd left some fucks bed in the country to come to this one with him in the palace. She was her own woman, but some things just weren't worth knowing. She ripped open the foil package and shifted back far enough that she could roll the condom over his cock. Nomi's breath caught, just like it always had when she'd performed this act before. That little hitch of breath slayed him. Fuck it all. But he never stopped loving her. He clenched his jaw to keep the damning words inside. If this was goodbye, then it would be one for the record books. Isaac ran his hand down the center of her body, between her breasts, over her stomach, around to grip her hip. Ride me, Nomi. My cock's yours for the night. Don't let it go to waste. Never. She reached between them and adjusted his angle to notch him at her entrance. She planted her hands on his chest and sank onto him in a smooth movement. Her eyes fluttered shut, and she seemed to force them open. Oh, Isaac! He knew what she meant. It was too good, too perfect. There should have been some kind of indicator that this was over, that it was different from all the times before, that they no longer belonged to each other. Instead. It was just as good as it had always been, their bodies moving together in a rhythm as natural as breathing. Nomi rolled her hips. She was the most beautiful thing he'd ever seen, all moon-pale skin and shining blonde hair, like some celestial goddess had wandered into his life and taken a shine to him. Five years spent worshipping at the altar of Nomi, and even on his darkest days, he wouldn't take a second of it back. He shifted his grip so he could press his thumb against her clit. Each stroke rubbed her against his touch, and the breathy moan she gave was music to his battered soul. Tell me you missed me, Nomi. I missed you, Isaac. He'd give up damn near anything for a lifetime of the way she said his name when his cock was buried inside her. It felt so damn good to have her clamped around him, to see the pleasure written across her features, and no, he was the cause, to hear those sexy little fucking whimpers she made every time her clit dragged against his thumb. Isaac fought for control, but he and control hadn't been on speaking terms since he walked into the Huxley suite. Tell me you love me, Nomi, because we both fucking know that you do. He arched up and clasped the back of her neck with his free hand. The shock parting her lips hurt more than it had right to, and Isaac kissed her to prevent her from answering. Better to lose himself in her taste, in the wild stroke of her tongue against his, than to let her admit that she didn't love him anymore. That maybe she never had. No, it was real. It might have gone down in flames, but it was real. Pleasure sparked down Isaac's spine, drawing up his balls, He couldn't last long, not with Nomi, not like this, but he fought back his orgasm, needing this to last as long as possible, to hold off the inevitable conversation to come, the one where they went through the motions of hurting each other again, all for the sake of some bullshit he wasn't even sure he believed in anymore. He toppled Nomi off him and climbed to his feet beside the bed. She flipped onto her stomach and went up on her hands and knees, anticipating him. It should have been easier like this, without his soul laid bare for her every time their eyes met. But nothing was easy with Nomi anymore. Isaac guided his cock into her again, and she arched her back, nearly sending him through the roof. He picked up his pace, fucking her just shy of brutality, and she slammed back into him with every stroke urging him on with words and her body. Yes, yes, don't stop. Yes, Isaac. Her pussy clamped hard around him and he was lost. Isaac drove into her once again and a third time, coming with a curse. He dropped down next to her on the bed and rolled onto his back. Nomi shifted, giving him a sated smile. That was some A-plus fucking. It definitely deserves a marriage proposal. Her eyes went wide. God, forget I said that. It was too late. The memory of how they'd ended so many lovemaking sessions that it had become almost a joke between them. A joke with teeth, but a joke nonetheless. Marry me, Nomi. Maybe next year, Isaac. But next year never happened. And now, here they were. Isaac sat up. What the hell was he thinking? Fucking know me again? Except it wasn't fucking, and you damn well know it. He shut the snide ass voice down just like he had countless times in the past. No, know me, I'm not going to ask you to marry me. I might be an asshole, but I'm not an idiot. You were never going to. That's not fair. She sat up and pushed her hair back from her face. I loved you, Isaac. So much that some days I couldn't breathe past it. If things were different, save it. He held up a hand, her words bouncing around the inside of his skull. Loved. Loved, not love. He knew it. People didn't stay gone for years on end if they were still harboring a flame for their ex. But somehow hearing her use the past tense brought the sheer stupidity of this whole evening home. This was a mistake. What? He was already on his feet and heading for the living room. You heard me. There's no fucking you out of my system, and fucking you only makes this whole thing worse. You chose, Nomi. You chose Huxley over me, and I respected that choice enough to let you walk. He grabbed his pants off the floor and turned to find her standing in the doorway, her expression lost. Unless you changed your mind. Her lower lip trembled. I have responsibilities. Yeah, I got that. We don't have to hash it out again. He jerked on his clothes, hating the way she watched him, hating the silence that sprang between them, so thick and poisonous with things left unsaid. No, not unsaid. They'd said everything there was to say, over and over and over again. No longer. I'll call in my favor with Galen and get someone else to cover your security detail. Just like that? Just like that. He headed for the door, leaving his still-bleeding heart on the floor behind him. Goodbye, Nomi. I sincerely fucking hope I never see you again.
0: We're back! We're back! That's it! Chapter four is over. One more chapter tomorrow, and that's going to be your final piece. Tess is going to join us tomorrow, and we'll all be back together. Yay. Do you want to tell them about everything that's on sale this week and all the good stuff we need? Remember to follow us on Instagram, uh, like us on Facebook, Twitter. You can find us at oh God, Um, Katie's. What? You know what
1: they should do? You all should get on Instagram and just start talking about how funny tessa is and, don't tell, oh, yeah. and don't, yeah, like- don't tell her we said this
0: and yeah don't tell her we said this just go on there and just say, oh, my God, Tessa Bailey is the funniest person I've ever met in my life because she it makes her feel good when when people think she's funny. We don't know what happened in her childhood that she told a joke and it didn't go well, but she just really likes to feel like people <laughs> so think we're funny? funny. Who said we were funny? They said we were funny. I think they're saying we're funny. I'm like, <laughs> that's it. she doesn't care about how many thousands of people are listening to this episode right now. All she cares about <laughs> is Someone She's funny. funny. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you go do that, and just it'll be our secret. Okay, don't tell her we said that. And thanks for oh for
1: now. Hold on, I gotta tell my sales. There's for oh yeah. The night is free right now. It is male, male, female. If you want to pick that up, it's and it leads into a whole series, and then um, there Are ever after is out, which is in that. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Katie. She's gonna hate us by the end of this. <laughs> The last
0: king is on. She's like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs>
1: that means two of us.
0: I don't want to do it. Now I'm just playing. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> we
1: quit too. It's okay. <laughs> the uh, the last king is on sale right now so you can grab that up it's an audio as well if you want to keep on listening and you can grab this one up too because there is going to be bonus epilogue all of these links are in the pre-order so you're going to get more of their story if it's not enough for you after tomorrow when the pre-order comes out in about three months
0: i think that's everything did we cover everything i don't
1: want to get in trouble with tessa
0: no, I, I, we definitely didn't. But, you know, there's only so much we can do. You know, I, I know all about your drive through at your parents' house. That's all I care about right now. <laughs> I could use it right now. So, I'm starving. I know, right? So, uh, yeah, again, just go and readmeromance.com under Katie's page and everything will be under there um, when you're ready. So and we'll have links and stuff at the bottom and the description of the episode. And I think that's it. Fuck your day up. Bye. Just go do that. That's it. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book, that's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind. And read me romance. Read, read me romance.